Hello, this is Jeff and John. We're from the other side of the pulpit. I'm Jeff, and he's John. Uh, John's a preacher's kid. I'm a preacher with kids, and uh, we like to get together and talk about uh, all kinds of things. Current. Why are you looking at me so funny? For the same reason that you look at me funny when I say send your address to your cards and letters to the name at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Why? Because uh, this is a podcast. It's not a video cast, right? Yeah. And you just pointed at me and said, I'm Jeff and he's John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My bad. I pointed to him. <laughs> On a podcast. I had to make sure, had to make sure y'all know which was which. Uh, my bad, John. <laughs> I, I, I did it subconsciously, too, so now... Even yeah. though you can't see us, I mean, and I'm looking at the screen like y'all are looking back at me. Yeah. Golly. We're hovering over like a video conference. Oh. Um, yeah, that, my bad. So John, John and I like to get together and make fun of each other and talk about the Bible and current events. And truth be told, John and I sitting here talking this morning before we started this this podcast video thing here. <laughs> Your face is still red. Yeah, I know. And... uh but he, he's. Uh, we started talking about um, what 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 divides us, and 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 really, is it a racial? Some of the, some of the things that divide us is it racial or not? And I told I, I feel like a lot of the division that we have in our society, and we might get phone calls on this. Oh, we'll probably. That's okay. Yeah. If you if you need to get in touch with us, it's just call the number at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> yes. One eight hundred eight 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 dash eight. Um it, seriously though, um we were talking about this. John brought up something. He he said uh um he asked me, he said, Do you know what a donkey is? I said short for donkey, he said, No, it's it's a um it's a car. And with with tire, certain types of tires on. Before we get started, we we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, yeah. Let's pray, John, and then we'll get well, started. You just brought another one in the screen too. Here. I know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I forgot all about them. Okay, good. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day, Father. We ask you to just bless anyone who listens to this podcast, Lord, that they will uh, that they'll just want to dive deeper into your Word and, and grow stronger in in um, in their love and faith for you. And for others, Father, we ask you, Lord, just to be with each one of us in Jesus' name, Amen. So, yeah. It's, meanwhile, John said, "What's a donkey?" And I said, "I don't know, short for donkey." He said, "No, it's a tire. It's got a little, you know, older car that's got big tires on it." And um, most of the time, it's driven by an African American. Is you know that style tire and rim and stuff like that, and um, which. If you look at the white version or uh, Caucasian uh, version Red, of redneck. that, uh, and John just said it, redneck version. I was trying, <laughs> try not to, try not to name names here. Well, rednecks are in Indiana too. I, I, yes. I, I can attest to that personally. But the jacked up mud tires and all that kind of stuff is the same thing. You, you're 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 making your car look good. For your appearance to stand out to stand out yep. and um, um and, and we forgot all about the third the third one i just thought about the well, squatters yeah the yep. low riders well that you got the low riders and then the squatters and the squatters the squatters have the back end that are low 
Yeah, that's so the front that, end is up high, and then you got the cars that, that that are low. Now I'm gonna tell you that I'd rather have a low rider than I would a squatter. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I will tell you this: the squatting cars are um, mostly in the south because yeah. When when I went up north, there was there was four wheel drives, but there was none that were squatting. I yeah. did not see yeah. any unless it had a load of concrete in the back, you know, concrete blocks <laughs> in the back. Of it. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have it did, if if it wasn't carrying a load, it was driving level. Um but um you know it's it's, it's kinda a, like a diaper. If it's if, yeah. if it rides low it's got a it's got a load yeah, in it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But uh and but here's the thing on that if you take and, and look at the uh, I said the the most segregated the most segregated day of the week is Sunday morning church Sunday morning. service. Lecrae says that, and I I think he's um, he's a Christian rapper, um, <clears throat> very good rapper and a very good man. Uh, or, or at least the time that he talked to he he talked to a group of us, and I was in that group. And so we don't know each other like we never shook hands or whatever, but we were in a group together and he was talking and 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 just seems like a great guy had had great wisdom to share with the group and um, and encouraging words was a bunch of preachers and youth leaders that he was talking to and just very nice guy. But he's a Christian rapper. Um, And. He said he made the statement that's the most segregated day of the mm-hmm. of the week is. So is this this didn't just come up from something that you and I both had no been this actually is actually observing but never never identified overall. Yeah, together, everybody right? everybody yeah. sees it. You know, you have some some African Americans in some churches that are predominantly white, and you have some predominantly African American churches that have white people in it, mm-hmm. but very few. And it's not a, a big deal. Like it reached Chapel, we don't care. We love you. Um, come in and worship. Um, but John made a statement, and I, uh, he said, uh, "If you go to down to, uh, if you come to our church, you're gonna see blue jeans and a, and, a, and probably a collar shirt. Could be a nice t-shirt. Could be a khaki pants and a, and a and a dress shirt. You know, you're not gonna see people dressed to the nines." Mm-mm. And uh, but you what go down what three miles down the street? Yes, you go down the street and you want to see some men and women dressed to the nines, feathers in the hats. Dude, and they are sharp, shiny, sharp. And I, I look at that and go, man, they look good. America's crazy about a sharp dressed man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> last the last time I went and got a suit, I'm not kidding. There was a black guy sitting. There. I said, I said, I wish I could. I said. I wish I could dress as nice as you as you dress or dressed right now. Mm-hmm. I said, but I'm just an old white guy, and I said it just wouldn't look right on me. I said, but boy, you dressed to the nines, and he looked, he started laughing because he knew it. I mean, it's Absolutely. not even he knew it. It's, it's not because there's no way hide. I could rock what he was rocking, man. And it was the same. He got his stuff out of the same store I was getting my stuff. Oh, but dude, he just made it look I good, and I, well, I made it look like an old fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> before, before we actually get off and get stepped off in something that we can't wipe off our shoes, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the current situation of things today, okay, and mm-hmm. what we're just talking about, did you think things were any different back in the old days? 
I think that they were not that much different. Um, I think that there was a cultural divide in there some was of Jews and I, Gentiles. I was going to say, to be honest with you, what what was back then and what is now should be two different things, and what today is should not be should not be what it was back then. And the reason why, I mean, you look at Moses was an Israelite that married an Ethiopian. Mm-hmm. The the racial divide had nothing to do with the color of your skin. And he was actually a Syrian by birth because he came through Abraham. Yeah. So if if you think about this and you look that that there was a the cultural divide in some things, God made it a spiritual divide. Not a yep. cultural divide. Yep. But the culture of that time turned it into a cultural thing instead of a spiritual. Well that and the cultural thing was was a was a you got to realize too in the Old Testament, the, when you look at the Old Testament, God called out Abraham, Abraham to be His child, and He started his... the Israel nation mm-hmm. out of that. So before that, there was no Israelites, there was no godly people, so to speak. And it, what did it, what did He tell them? All? He told them to come out from amongst His people yes. and be separate, right? Be a peculiar so, people. Don't be like them. So He changed. The culture of them, but it was a spiritual culture mm-hmm. culture more than a a physical mm-hmm. culture. And aren't they still fighting that same yes. divide over in the Middle East right now? I mean, right yes. now, right but see, now. But for us, and it's still a spiritual thing. It's a cultural and a spiritual thing. For us, it shouldn't be so much of a of a. See, to me, there's a difference between a racial, a racial divide, and a cultural divide, yeah. and a spiritual divide. Yeah. Because you take us here at this church, a predominantly white church, and you see how we worship God, and you go down. The, our our praise team was involved in a community wide uh, revival, mm-hmm. and the night that our praise team sang. That the there were some singers, and I'm not sure what they what if it was just a praise team or a or or uh, what what they I guess labeled there like we have our we have a praise team we have people that have a worship band and mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that was their but their 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 praise team so to speak mm-hmm. got up and sang a few songs and they did their songs different than we did our songs even though but, they were the same songs well they were. Yeah, yeah. We could have sang their songs. They could have sang our songs. Yes. But they yeah. did the way they did it was different. And their pastor got up and spoke. Mm-hmm. Dynamic pastor, mm-hmm. dynamic preacher. I, I guess I say preacher because he, he preached. I didn't hear. I don't know how. He, but he said he he made the comment. It's a different way, mm-hmm. but the same God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it. See, the it's not a racial divide between his church and mm-hmm. our church. It's a cultural divide mm-hmm. on how his church worships God and how our church mm-hmm. worships God. Well, now, but, now, it, but before but, before we get off on it, it, for the end of the black and white thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this: growing up. And most of them never experienced this because y'all hadn't done what traditional Baptist pastors have done that I lived through, okay? Mm-hmm. Every four years, 
You changed churches. Changed churches. Mm-hmm. Four to six years, boom, we're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. To go from in the same county, mm-hmm. shopping at the same grocery stores, mm-hmm. seeing the same people every day, working with them, but yet when you pick up and you move from one community to another community, mm-hmm. you want to know pressure? They worship different, don't they? Well, no, it's it's the the culture, the way they thought down. Look, there was so much difference between Moreland and Grantville mm-hmm. and Luthersville. Well, I, you know why? Because there's rivalries going on here. Look, you're from Luthersville. Don't be coming over here and trying to you know trying to take our girls away from us. Yeah, I, and I'm just saying it loosely. Yeah, okay? I, I, I got you. Cause see, when I came from. I live in Pine Mountain. I do 99% of my stuff is in LaGrange. Mm-hmm. I know very little about my Pine Mountain. because, In fact, when people ask me where you're from, I usually say LaGrange mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I've got a Pine Mountain address, but I live between Pine Mountain and LaGrange. Mm-hmm. But 90, 90, not probably 98% of my stuff at, before I came to Reed's Chapel, I did in LaGrange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's probably 70% because I come to West Point Valley all the time. Mm-hmm. But when I came down here, you're right. It was a community cultural divide because, and let me tell you, this is I had I had some pastors pull me over to the side, take me to lunch, and say, "Let me tell you something about this area." Mm-hmm. And and they were absolutely right. Mm-hmm. The area is very tight. It was when I came, very tight. And Reed's Chapel was a family church that didn't have very many outsiders mm-hmm. and it's changed mm-hmm. it has it has changed over absolutely the years. i agree with that i've seen it i've been here yes through see you're not a you're not a, a i don't member. fit in anywhere you're not well you're not a family member blood by blood but i'm talking about generational oh yeah yeah the reed started reed sprague and spradlins and, and the web started this church mm-hmm. uh back uh about 110 112 years ago and uh 100 110 See the two thousand seven or two thousand eleven. I, I can't remember. I want to say it's two thousand seven to hundred years, but so it's so it's over a hundred years ago mm-hmm. that the church started, and there was people who was uh, no there was nobody alive when I came to the church that was in the church when that happened uh, because the the oldest person I had was like right around ninety something when I came to the church, but not nine, but and she was born after the church was started, but that was not long after the church mm-hmm. was started. Mm-hmm. Well, so, but, but grandparents and grandparents of the, of the people that was here when I came had, were, were here when the church started mm-hmm. and grandparents were the ones starting the church. So this, this, and, and, what, and basically and, what we've talked, what, what we're hitting on right here is this not, this it's is not, not just, just a, a racial, racial thing. thing. It's a, it's a community cultural thing because you look when I came to West Point, they said the the, the one thing they said the people in West Point are very to themselves, mm-hmm. and I said okay, why is that? They said well, half of West Point is in Harris County, half of it's in Troop County, mm-hmm. so they feel like they're not a part of either county, mm-hmm. and uh, because you know you one neighbor lives one neighbor's kid goes to Harris County, one goes to to Troop County school mm-hmm. system one. Um, um, they live across the road from each other, and one of them's got a problem with something. They have to call Harris County, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then the other guy has to call Troop County if mm-hmm. there's a problem. And so there's a, there's a call, and nobody wants to mess with that because of the you know it's the division, mm-hmm. and it's hard to know where the division is. 
Uh, and so he said they just feel like they're they're like a stepchild to the county that they're mm-hmm. in. And then and then you sneeze and somebody from Alabama says bless you because mm-hmm. right across the river is Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they said so they're really to themselves because they feel like they've been shunned mm-hmm. by their counties. Mm-hmm. And I said when I got down here I see that. But the truth is, when they told me that, I remember when I was in school is when they brought West Point and Hogansville into the Troop County School mm-hmm. System. Mm-hmm. And before that, we had Hogansville City Schools, LaGrange City Schools, Troop County School, and West Point. So we had four different school systems. Mm-hmm. And then they brought them all together, and they consolidated uh, West Point and Hogansville and Troop. They didn't consolidate LaGrange, but that's a, a power political power struggle yeah. right there, yeah. which they yeah. should have done that and made all four schools go in one school because yeah. there's not enough kids. But anyway, that's another argument. And I remember the people from West Point going, I don't want to be a part of this school. Mm-hmm. And I remember the people from Troop going, we don't know those kids. They're going to come up here and cause problems. Exactly. So there exactly. is that. And I say all that to say it's not just a racial divide, but we have made it a racial divide mm-hmm. and call it racism because of the different cultural a- avenues. You know, you go... Um, a friend of mine is lives in Indiana, and he they he's at some kind of something or another up there, and mm-hmm. I it was a contest of some sort, and I he he said the name of it, and I can't even remember the name of it now, and I'm sitting there going, I've never heard of that, but it's a it's a, a north and south cultural divide mm-hmm. of stuff, mm-hmm. but when you take it and look at the scriptures, the Jewish people made it a cultural divide a racial divide between mm-hmm. the Samaritans because mm-hmm. the Samaritans were not just Gentiles. They were half-breed, they were half-breed. Gentile and, 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 and Jew. So they were Jewish by, by a parent and Gentile by a parent. So they Which, were, even in that statement nowadays, somebody's going to get offended at saying somebody's a half-breed. You're right, but it's they're they're I mean, half, that, that just, and, and, and yeah, and I'm sure yeah the, the politically correct people would say that, I, and I'm and I'm not trying to be politically correct here. I'm trying to say that they made it a racial issue. Yeah, just like there's a lot of people that make it a racial issue today between blacks and whites. Now you go up north, it's not as much black and white, or it wasn't at one time as it was. Irish and Scottish and Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican yep. and German and stuff like yep. that. Yep. They made it more of a cultural where you're from. In the, in the in the South, they make it more black and white. Um, but I I remember twenty something twenty one twenty two years ago, I was up at, in Chicago, uh, and I was at a wedding, and I was talking. I was in the in the wedding, and so my the bridesmaid that was my opposite she just she was really a nice lady and she she and i were sitting there eat, eating um and so she was just talking to me we were talking about different cultures and that's what it, we talked about was the fact that she was she was polish mm-hmm. the bride was irish and she goes she goes there was a time we wouldn't be friends yeah she yeah. goes it's kind of yeah. it's kind of neat that we're friends and she goes and we're eating we're eating she's irish i'm Polish, and we're eating in a German restaurant, and that just never happened in the past. Well, I mean, Jeff, I, I, and I'm thinking one a particular thing that actually occurred with me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deb's pastor of the church at Sargent. Mm-hmm. 
Sergeant Georgia. I know where Sergeant is. Cayuga County. Mm-hmm. Right over close to Whitesburg. Mm-hmm. Well, as close as we live to Whitesburg. You'd thought you'd been friends. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's six miles. Mm-hmm. No, we hated each other. Why? Because, oh, you're from Whitesburg. You know, and you turn your nose up at them. Mm-hmm. All right, then then I'm, I'm living in Sergeant, and these people from Whitesburg are coming over, and all they want to do is fight. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to get together on Friday night. We're going to rumble, baby. I mean, we're going to fight y'all. Mm-hmm. y'all you know, we're going to beat y'all down. Y'all will never come back home. You know, that kind of deal. Well, all of a sudden, I, 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 get, uh, I get moved from Sergeant, Orange Coast Sergeant School, to Grantville, who is an arch enemy, arch rival of Sergeant. Why? Because you played him in basketball. Mm-hmm. And you tried to see how dirty you could get, to, you know, just to beat them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people from Grantville, they, they wasn't quite all up to snuff, you know, because you know, it just all kind of disparaging, and, and, you know. Mm-hmm. It, the, you know, it, it was an economic thing. It was a, 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 a community thing. It was a, a, a cultural thing. Yes. You know, the people in Grantville just wouldn't fit to be in the same area as people from Sargent was. You know, right. they had so much more money. Eh? But yet they were both mill towns. Yes. The banks had the one in Grantville and uh, uh, the bib mills the one in Sargent. That's what kept both of them going was a cotton mill. Where's the cotton mill now? They ain't none. They ain't none. But you, you, but you look at it, we, you're, just, you're right. We work with, with black, white, Hispanic, um, you know, different nationalities we work with them every day and we're on the you know rub elbows with them every day mm-hmm. but when it comes to different but when we walk away that's when the divide comes that's when the divide comes but here's the thing as christians we should take that divide and make it spiritually absolutely and not and not make it a divide yeah, well, you're gonna be, be you're gonna be divided in, in the fact that, like God said, look, dude, you're you're my chosen people. Pull yourself out away from that. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a division, but it does not need to be a a social division. It needs to be a spiritual division. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, I've worshipped and I've prayed and I've and I've. Uh, Taught with, and I've been mentored by preachers that were older than me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> younger than me, black preachers. Um, I'm not sure nationality of this other preacher, but different nationalities. Because I, I, you know, when I went to Honduras, I didn't go down to Honduras thinking I've got to teach these people because they don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. I went down there and said, I'm going to teach them what I know and I'm going to listen to what they can teach me. Mm-hmm. And the reality is I learned as much from them as I hope they learned from me. I know I learned from them. I hope they learned from me. And so you you take this and you make it a, you know, there may be a division because um here in the states, I've got indoor plumbing and air conditioning, and over there, the pastor over there had an outhouse, no running water, and one light bulb in the ceiling, and no air conditioning. Well, see, we—I kind of grew up with that, so I, that wouldn't be that big. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you know that that's that's what the missionary down there and I were talking about. She said we're probably fifty years behind y'all, mm-hmm. and I, fifty to sixty years behind y'all more. And because, you know, if you go back to my, my mom washed clothes the same way they washed clothes. Yeah. yeah. My mom took a bath outside 
just like they take mm -hmm. a bath outside, mm -hmm. you know, behind cur curtains. Yeah. Um, you know, my mom didn't have electricity. You know, they didn't have them. You know, well, I, I remember my grandmother so, didn't have a, she didn't have a bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The house that my grandparents, well, my grandparents lived in when I was a kid, and, um, they took a closet and made it into that's, a bathroom. That's what they did. They put a back porch on her house, and that's where the bathroom mm -hmm. was. And that, and the reason why, well, the sh the the shower was the shower? bathtub was on the back porch anyway. <laughs> shower? <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a wash tub. <clears throat> wasn't it? So there's a di there's a similarity and a difference in the uh, the whole situation. Um, they down in Honduras they don't take baths uh, because they don't have a tub big enough mm -hmm. to take a bath. And they they use a five gallon bucket, and they mm -hmm. gonna they can they can bathe with less than five gallons of water, mm -hmm. okay. But if you try to do that in the state, you know, when in the winter time you'd freeze to death because so, your bathtub was outside, mm -hmm. so you heated up the water and got in the water so it'd be warm. A little bit of difference, but anyway, I look at all that and I say, you know, we need to make it not a racial divide, but a spiritual divide, and the spiritual divide needs needs to be where you can see who who you need to witness to. Mm -hmm. Somebody sent me a text yesterday and said, why is there people that claim to be Christians or why why are there all these Christians that say um the vaccine's important, the vaccine's not important. The va you know, there's there there's two different sides and they're adamant that God told them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, first of all, some of the people that are calling Christians are not Christians. Yeah. They're making the decisions based on politics and um, and news media mm -hmm. over actually praying. Some mm -hmm. people, I said, some people um, are are politically motivated based on the, the denomination that they grew up with. I mean, the, not the denomination, but the... The, the party they grew up with, Democrat, yeah. Republican, or whatever, they don't, they don't even look at the issues that I was a Democrat, my daddy was a Democrat, my, great, my granddaddy was a Democrat, I'm going to be a Democrat. Yeah. And they don't yeah. care what the Democrats stand for, same for Republicans or independents yeah. and all that. So yeah. that, those people don't need to vote. Um, but <laughs> yeah, really, because they're, they're not even looking at the issues. Truthfully, I have watched interviews with with uh, people on the street with uh, um, Waters World mm -hmm. on on uh, I guess Fox, Fox Network, he'd go by and he would talk. I think it was Waters, but he would go by and say, "Such and such, do you believe in this?" And they go, "No, absolutely not." I said, "Well, you know that's so, you know the Democratic president's one that said that. Uh, well, he had his reason and changed the whole yeah. changed the whole attitude. And it has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with what they truly believe. Yeah. It has everything in the world to do with the political party that they support. And 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 they support a political party based on not on the, the their their personal views, but who knows? But which which goes back to the way we worship too. Jeff. Yes." People, yes. Oh my goodness! I mean, I used to talk about the church. You know, here been. I remember when I first came. There was so much stuff. It was just involved, and it was tradition. Mm -hmm. It was well. Why do you do that? Why do you cover the communion table up with a sheet? You know, and you spent so much time up folding and unfolding that sheet. And John, that's. I want you to know that out of all the changes that's happened in this church, that was one of the ones that I had to sit down and explain to everybody. 
They, yeah, because it's I bought, this, and it's not just it wasn't just here. I know I bought covers to go over the we had a cover to go over the juice. Yeah. But I, I bought covers to go over the uh the bread. Yeah. And I said, Don't put the sheet on there. And they're like, Okay, well, didn't nobody in the church know why they put a sheet over it? Just to keep the flies off the stuff. The flies and the chilling. That's we didn't cover it up one time. We forgot to cover it up one time and it and and uh I look up and here comes a kid with a handful, <laughs> handful of bread. <laughs> Going out the door, I was like, "Bless your heart." Oh. But you know what? If I was cleaning up the thing, I'd drink all the juice out of it because I like the juice. Oh but, yeah. But uh, I did that, and they go, "You didn't put the sheet over that." So. And and I said, "Why, why, why, what's the sheet do?" And they looked at me. I said, "I said, well, let me tell you why the sheet's on there." I said, you know this better than me, but do y'all remember before the church had air conditioning? They had the windows open. And when they had the windows open, they had the flies coming in. When they had flies coming in and out, they land on them on there. Mm-hmm. I said, so they kept they kept it off there. But I said, now if you want to, if you want me and the deacon chairman to, to fold up that thing and and, and lay it out and then oh, unfold that was part of it. I man. said, that that has nothing that was- to do with communion that, that's all ceremony that is i mean that was part of that and ceremony. i'm not about you had to ceremony sit there and watch and be sanctimonious and watch the two fold the sheet up that's while, right while somebody over here played some weepy organ music yes and i said it had to be organ music too yes and i said if y'all want us to do that, I said, but before I do i'd like for you to tell me in the bible where jesus and the disciple whom he loved Folded up the sheet. Not only that, they sopped from the same cup. Yes. So, yeah, so there's a cultural, we've made things a divide based on culture and we've made things a divide based on race and we've made a division. And some of the things we've done that separate ourselves out or have a lot, you know that, that, um, we're from the south and, and we eat turkey and dressing or we eat a ham for, for Thanksgiving. Did you know I worked with some Guatemalans? And I said, what are y'all doing on Thanksgiving? And they just kind of looked at me and went, what are you, what are you talking about? Thanksgiving. And uh, somebody goes, you do realize that. And I, and I realize this, but it just, it, you just so get so caught up in it. Thanksgiving is an American holiday. It, it is. It has nothing to do with anybody else in the world but the, the American United States, and that's it. And uh, and so, and FYI, I asked a Mexican one time. Uh, um, I think it was a Mexican. I said, "What's Cinco de Mayo?" They said, "May the 5th. And I said, "What does it mean?" He goes, "For Americans, have have price margaritas." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Is that not the like the Mexican Independence Day?" And they laughed at me. So I don't know. Boy, you just opened up one. We're gonna do this next week, though. But uh, uh, the time, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a meeting. I got to go to. But here's the thing: if if you look at Jesus, he crossed over the cultural, he crossed over the cultural divide for a spiritual growth, and it was not for him to grow spiritually towards the Samaritan woman, but for the Samaritan woman and the Samaritans 
and uh, to grow spiritually towards God. So we need to cross over. We don't need to make things racist. We need to make things spiritual and we needed to make sure that we go over and pick them up and encourage them to love God, not give ourselves to them. And that's where a lot of people who are Christians and, and who are who play one on TV lose they they go over they go over to, to, to close the gap, but they're closing the cultural and the racial gap and they're and they're doing that by giving up their spirituality and they're following along with the spirituality. And that's what happened with the Jewish people when they went into Canaan and they started following the pagan gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bring them to you. You don't go to them spiritually. And if that causes a racial tension, then that's just on the people that you're having to deal with. If that causes a cultural tension, that's on them. But it's not on you. What you want to do is cross over those barriers to bring them back to God, bring well, them closer to God. According to John three eighteen, there's only two kinds of people. What's the two kind? Condemned and uncondemned, pretty much. I thought ugly and good looking, but you're right. <laughs> condemned and uncondemned, yeah, absolutely. And we were all condemned until we're not condemned. That's exactly right. And if we receive Jesus as our Savior, the condemnation goes away. It goes away. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to be in heaven with my friends that have mentored me and prayed with me and worshiped with me, no matter what their racial or their cultural or their country of origin is. Absolutely. We're going to be in heaven together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Close us out in prayer, John. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to come on and just open our hearts and our minds up and let people see that they're men, they're humans on the other side of the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Father, go with us through the week. Keep our hearts and our minds and our eyes focused on you and help us not to see the, the color of somebody's skin, but see the content of their character. And that character should be founded on you. Help us to see that too. These things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.